Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about how to become smarter with money. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And the topic we're talking about today is how to become smarter with money without having to read hundreds and hundreds of books, right? So here's the cool part about internet. Uh, you can get any information you want. Here's the, here's the part about the internet that might cause confusion is there's so much information. And... Um, I think the process of learning, uh, at least from my perspective, when I was in school, I'd always, for, for a long time, I thought it was the quantity of information that you consume that makes you more intelligent. And over time, I learned, no, it's like the, it's, it's the process or the quality, uh, how you, how you process. Quality can be narrowed down to like, uh, your beliefs and assumptions, because your beliefs and assumptions uh, limit your ability to understand uh, a concept. Um, l- let me let me give an idea. So, like, let's let's say we were able to time travel, right? We can do it in our mind, but let's say, like, for real, for real, like we time travel in like a spaceship, or you don't time travel. I guess you could time travel in a spaceship too if you go fast enough at the speed of, beyond the speed of light. I'm sorry, I'm going nerd on you, uh, but if we can time travel. Um, back in time, let's go 20 years ago, and then we were back there and we were telling somebody about, oh, uh, you know, we have like, like in the future, we get in cars with strangers and they take us to different places, right? And, and we have these cars that drive themselves and there's like this coin that's like not physical, but it's like worth $20,000 per coin and like a lot of people want it and it's building a new system. They would go, get the heck out of here. You're not... Only did I not believe you're not from the future, but you're crazy. Lock this guy up in the mental, in the mental hospital, because there, most people uh, believe and assume based on past experiences, right? It, the the example like with the person that that first broke the four four minute mile, right? Before that, it was deemed impossible until it was possible, and then lots of folks broke the record before. Uh, Elon Musk is another example of. A person who continue continuously like breaks through uh, assumptions uh, and beliefs uh, of what's possible over and over and over again, and so the the key to increasing your financial intelligence is to break all your misconceived assumptions about money, like all of them, like every last one of them. The, the the definition of an open mind is literally an open mind, meaning like do not close your mind to possibilities because we are we as a species and individuals are always learning or becoming more aware of what's more and more possible. Um, and, and, and so I'm I'm sure like I'm sure all of you have been in a conversation with somebody and 
you're telling them about something that's super apparent to you. Like you're like, this is obvious. But to them, from their perspective, from their life experience, they have assumptions and roadblocks put up that just won't allow them to hear you. They literally can't like you can you can communicate at the best, you can be super clear, write it, you can give them the written version of it, you can give them the audio version of it, you can have 10 people and and what you notice is the better your arguments with somebody who has a closed belief on something that you feel is true, uh, the, the 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 more resistance they give you, right? I mean, look at politics. Just look at politics. Just look at that's that's a perfect example of it. Or or just any any disagreement because if you if you look at any disagreement, uh, just any disagreement. Like I had a dis I had a disagreement with somebody who I know, uh, and we it was a situation that happened, and we both. Uh, from my perception of the situation, um, you know, had negative emotions of, about it. Like we, and we saw the situation completely different. So when they called me wanting to discuss it, they were they were looking to like justify uh, their perspective. And I just said, "Hey, listen, this is how I perceived. That's how you perceived it. I'm clear on how you perceived it, at least in words, right? Uh, and I even feel how you perceive it. I can understand how you might feel that way." Um, and I said. Uh, but that's that's a mute point because even though I feel how you feel, that's not how I, that's not how I perceived it. But it doesn't really matter. I was like because our relationship is built on mutual love and respect, right? Meaning like no matter how we interact, I know at the core of our relationship, I love and respect you. You love and respect me. So this 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 experience is noise because whatever we perceived that was negative was not real, right? Because it was it was just a a false perception, right? I know that might sound a bit heady and a bit deep, but the but the point is, uh, in 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 my belief for relationships that I have is this built on love and respect. And any anything that I perceive that's not love and respect, I just consider I just consider it's a misunderstanding, right? On their part of mine, it doesn't really matter. It's just not the truth of our relationship. So I'm saying that to say, when it comes to money uh, and, and understanding um, money. If even if you read a thousand books on money, uh, if if your perception about a topic about a subject is limiting, then you and it gives you something that's outside of that scope, you're not going to perceive it. I mean, I I'm a per, I'm a living example of like I read a lot of books, and there's concepts that I just don't get <laughs> until I removed uh, a belief from my mind. I'd be like, man, I read that like five years ago. How come I didn't see that? It was in the book. I just, I just wasn't ready to receive it because I had some limiting belief in my mind that I needed to remove, and so uh, I could have read a lot. I, I probably could have read two books and got everything I needed to know about money. Probably really only one, um, and 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 it, I can even boil down to one sentence. But that's a whole podcast conversation of why that sentence is is truth. Um, um, but the point is like. Remove limiting beliefs. I, 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 uh, I was, I was talking about, I was talking about, um, to my wife about uh, two people that we know, and one person, their their thoughts, which is like their thoughts plus words and actions, and their feelings always line up. And always is a strong word, but like most of the time when you experience them, th- they mean what they say. 
their feelings and their thoughts are lined up. That's called maturity, right? She helped my wife. Helped, she's a she's a wordsmith, and I was like, Kelly, what do you what do you call that when like uh, like when your thoughts, you know, would you call it maturity? And she's like, yes, yeah, the word maturity. Their thoughts and their feelings line up. Maturity um, and feelings. You can also call feelings beliefs, right? Because um, if you feel bad about something, it means uh, y- 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 your words and your beliefs aren't matching up. And, and, and your negative feeling is giving you an indicator of it. But when your thoughts and feelings line up, you feel clear, you feel peace, you feel ease. And so that's why people who feel easy, who you tend to be attracted to, who are extremely likable, their thoughts and their feelings match up a lot, right? They're in a you know steady emotional state. That means steady emotional state. And then somebody, there's lots of people who have uh, high intellect, you know, uh, but their intellect doesn't match their feelings, right? They, um, their thoughts, they, their thoughts get ahead of their feelings, um, and so that's immaturity, right? You can look at the the the, the world and us uh, coming into understanding of nuclear power, and right, which is a which was an advanced level idea for our civilization, and then what did we do? We like killed a bunch of people with it. Like we just blew up a whole area, right? Um, Instead of like using it to power the world's energy, um, and so what happened was our intellect got ahead of our mature, got ahead of our you know emotional state, our feelings uh, as a civilization, and so we just needed time to rebalance that and mature, uh, which I believe we are in the maturing process. But that happens at a macro level and at a micro level of of maturity. But what 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 you call that is being in a flow state when. Um, a flow state is when you are matching your thoughts and your feelings. Um, the Egyptians called that, like the, the ancient Egyptians called that the principle of mat, right? For those spiritual nerds, Jesus studied a lot of like ancient Egyptian uh, spiritual principles, which is where he got a lot of his philosophy. Um, but that, that principle of mat um, is matching your thoughts with your feelings and and, and and being comfortable um, not speaking or not thinking beyond your understanding, which means beyond your ability to, for it to feel good, right? When you feel it stressful, you just stop. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to exp- – I'm going to give some ideas and I'm going to go – I'm going to come back to this one point if, 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 you, uh, if it helps. But here's some techniques that can help you go into the flow state. Right. This is why meditation is great. Meditation slows down and really removes thoughts, and it puts it puts your thoughts and your feelings in balance. Right. So if you think of intellect as when you when your intellect runs faster than your feelings, you feel bad. You feel unbalanced. Right. That's what that feeling is. Um, meditation slows down thought and allows your feel allows you to feel your true feelings and matching up with your thoughts and like. And you go through a uh, uh, like a it's like strengthening a mental muscle, right? You over time the muscle gets stronger, but you get to you get to experience the feeling of your thoughts and your feelings dancing together, uh, and that, and and so uh, as you experience that more and more, you feel when you're in balance and you feel when you're out of balance. That's what meditation helps you do. Early on, it's difficult because your thoughts are going fast and all over the place, and blah, 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 but you just keep doing it. 
it'll slow down, it'll slow down, and you'll get you'll feel the rhythm, you'll feel the dance, they'll come in harmony. So then when you're out of meditation, you go throughout the day and you can go, oh man, I feel off, right? Let me either go meditate, let me slow my mind down, let me do something to get them more in balance. But that's what meditation does. Very, very good tool to do for 15, 20 minutes a day or at, at a very minimum. Uh, pay attention when it comes to money. Pay attention to how you feel about money, right? When you pay for something, when you think about money, you think about these things. Like everybody says, I want to be wealthy, but if you don't feel wealthy, right, or, or if you or if you hate your present financial circumstances, then that's your thoughts and your feelings are not in balance. And so you tough to attract that because you're, you're not in that state of mind. Um, be mindful of your uh, or listen to how wealthy people think and talk about money. Um, stop judging yourself for not having money. Stop judging wealthy people. Uh, stop believing reality as it is. Here's the point I was going to get to. Um, because what we see as reality is just a shadow of what's happening in our in our mind, right? And I'm I'm saying it like for real, for real. People, that's not like some meta. That's not like some philosophical quote. I mean, literally, literally, what goes on in your mind is what you end up expressing in reality. Like if you feel like you're a loser, then people are gonna treat you like a loser. Right. If you feel successful, people will treat you successful. Not say, not if, not what you say or what you spend money on. Like you can't fake the expression. You can't fake how you feel. They say you can't fake the funk. Right. I mean, you feel how you feel, and when your thoughts and your feelings match up, they feel it. They feel it. Um, um, and so uh, that that's what like the uh, ancient spiritual teachers call like. The um, thinking with the mind of faith, or Christians call it the mind of Christ. It's the same thing. Like it's just, it is saying, okay, this is the present reality, and the present reality is a compilation of my past thoughts. But every moment starts afresh, and I could begin thinking new thoughts to create new experiences. Right. So if I want to have more money, I can't keep looking at my bank account and hating it. I have to. I. This is like weird. I'm trying to describe it simply. You you have to balance like the visions you see for like the money you want in the future with like satisfaction, right? It's like it's like being married. Uh you know, like once you learn that we are all flawed and we are all unfolding and and and, and growing to be a better and better person, like uh, help every moment, right? Sometimes we take two steps back to go five steps forward, but the point is um, if 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 you if you live your whole life being unhappy, being unsatisfied with what you have until you get what you envision, like when you get what you envision, you're gonna envision more, right? I mean, like, how much of our life do we take for granted? Most of us live a phenomenal life, but because it's become normal, right? We we no longer appreciate it, and then we're we're thinking in the future, we're like, but I want the next, but I want the next. Well, you could fucking never be happy, right, uh, by doing that. And so if you balance a feeling of satisfaction and pleasure with what you have, you can always find one positive aspect of something in your life. Find one and then build on that, build on that uh, positive aspect of it while you're also simultaneously focusing on what you want. But you can do, and you can do both, right? You can vision what you want, 
and then spend the most of your day appreciating what you got. It, it communicates the same thing to, to the power that attracts wealth, right? Um, and so once, once you, once you like change your, and that's, and what I'm saying is like, that's changing beliefs because you can't get wealth until you change your belief. You got to get your thoughts and your feelings to dance. And the way you get them to dance is to appreciate what you have and have a vision for what you want and hold those feelings. They feel the same. They feel exactly the same. If you want to test it out, close your eyes and imagine having a hundred million dollars. Feel it, right? And then close your eyes and and find two or three things to appreciate about the finances you currently have. It can be I eat, uh, I I have plenty of what I want to eat. Uh, I you know yeah, I just went to the Maldives. I didn't. Uh, uh, if you just went to Maldives, <laughs> you uh, you could say I just went to Maldives, right? You could say. Uh, you know, uh, um, and I don't like thinking in relative terms, so I t- try to stay away from relative. But, uh, but, 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 so don't. So I try not to like compare what I have to other people because that puts you in like a not good space. But it's more maybe compared to what you had before. But again, that's kind of finicky as well. But just find the positives and like, f- like build on that, and those feelings feel the same. So what I'm saying is, people say, Philip, you say feel wealthy before I'm wealthy. It's hard. No, it's not. Like, imagine having a hundred million, and then find the feeling of appreciation and satisfaction for what you already have. The the two things that um, people who don't have it would be extremely uh, appreciative to have, right? If if you if you need to go there to hold the feeling, go there, right? But then don't use that as a normal tool. But once you feel it, it feels the same. So so then you go, oh man, okay, I know what I want. I got my goals. I'm gonna spend the rest of the day appreciating every aspect of my life. And then the journey to what you want becomes fun because you can get you can get the hundred million either way. It's just how you're going to feel about the process as you go through it. It can feel delightful, right, or it can feel stressful. That's a hundred percent on you. Um, and, and yeah, I won't go to engineer. So I hope this helps. Until tomorrow, uh, you enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.